We Have Concerns is made possible entirely through donations from listeners like you. A little can go a long way. Visit patreon.com slash we have concerns to lend your support. Jess and I have this shared calendar. Yeah, Google Calendar? Yeah. It's- yeah. We have that too in our uh, relationship. I think every relationship needs a strong shared calendar. Ours is not strong. We don't have we have a shared calendar, but we don't have shared calendar rules. There's this thing where like if something goes into the calendar, uh, I think it's expected that it's in the calendar and now it's a thing. Yeah. But like sometimes I don't know that it went in the calendar. You don't check the calendar? I mean, I do check the calendar, but I don't check my calendar a month out. Like if I check the calendar, it's like, what am I doing today? What am I doing tomorrow? Right. You know? Here's how we've solved that. Mm-hmm. Anytime Erin puts something into the calendar, she sends me an invitation. It's very formal and weird, but it actually helps no, me No, what lot. happens is I get the invitation, but I don't, I don't accept them because <laughs> so I don't see the You have no one to blame but yourself. I just, man, look. I can't be bothered to look at a calendar more than one day away. And sometimes I do. Like, I'll, I'll accept the invitation and I'll be like, oh, we got to talk about whatever that is later. But then I don't fucking remember because hours later I forgot that I accepted the invitation. I think the shared calendar is inherently flawed. No, I think you're misusing it. We just need, maybe we need more communication about the shared calendar. (laughs) I don't know. You know what you should do? Set a date to talk about the shared calendar. We, we should, on the calendar. we should actually just have like one thing a week where we just sit down and talk about everything that's on the calendar, but it feels or so Or maybe formal. just, you know, talk to each other in life. I just think before anything goes on the calendar that's supposed to involve the two of us, there should be like, hey, there's this thing. It's happening on this day. Does it sound cool? Yes, it sounds cool. Because here's the thing. After, after yes, it sounds cool, there should be a direct question of, do you want to go? Because sometimes yeah. something sounds cool, but I don't want to go. But I don't think that's going to solve your problem because even you going, yeah, I, I want to go is not going to make you realize yes, it's on it the calendar. Will, because it'll be like, we will have had a discussion about the thing. When the thing happens, I will say that I'm interested in going to the thing. Then I will get the invitation. I'll be like, oh, that's that thing we talked about. And then it's not like Can I ask you a nebulous. question? Yeah. Do you want to do an episode? When? Right now. Uh, yeah, I can do one right now. This, this is We Have Concerns. <laughs> Hi, Anthony Carvoni. Hi, Jeff Ganata. <laughs> Hello, concerned citizens, uh, of which one by the name of Roger Rodriguez sent us a fascinating story that I am obsessed with. This is might be the most interesting thing I've read in a long time. Uh, this is an article about how they're putting a worm's brain in a Lego body. Like the do actual, I have you hooked? Like I the actual... I do. Is that a worm pun? Because if it's a worm pun, that's your dad joke. No, it's not a pun. It's okay. literally the headline of this article. Well, you, no, you asked, do I have you hooked? And like, I was oh. just, are you doing a thing? I didn't even know. I, I'm so good, I, I do it subconsciously. You're so dad, you're like, cool, subconscious dad. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, cool, subconscious dad. Cool, subconscious dad. Do your homework, stay safe. <laughs> what? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Here's the thing, right? We've been talking about robots yeah. and creating artificial intelligence mm-hmm. and we have as, as a species want to create robots that are smart and can be like humans right but the human brain super complex so you're saying that this is not an actual physical worm brain in a, a lego body this is an ai worm brain yes see uh-huh. here's the thing these scientists thought is yeah you know a human brain very complex we can't be able to crack it we, we we don't have the technology to create artificial human brain that is authentic yeah. But you know what's super simple and not as complex as a human brain? Worm brain. 
and we can actually achieve the complexity of a worm brain. And so there's this project called Open Worm. <laughs> yep. Yeah, okay. And it is literally they have they have completely mapped the worm brain and they're working to build a complete simulation of a worm in software. Okay. So, the human brain, I remember the last time I read something about this, basically one consumer laptop can do the work of one human neuron. Right. That's that's what I heard last time. And so, I don't know how many neurons are in the human brain, but it's a lot. It's a skillion D. And you know how many neurons are in the worm brain? I think it's something like brain? 100 billion or something like that. It's a lot. You've got in a lot a of human brain. But yeah. in a worm brain, you know how many there are? How many? 302. <laughs> done. Done but, and, they're and not, done. And they're not as complex as human brains, so it's not like you need one laptop per worm neuron. Right. We're talking about something that fits into this robot worm. How big is this robot worm? It's actually bigger than you think. It's not the size of a worm. It's no. the size of a robot. And it's a robot made out of what Lego. Is, what is the size of a robot? Well, what? Are you seeing like one metric robot? <laughs> yeah. You, you I've know. seen small robots. I've seen big robots. Based How big the is robot this worm? Scale. <laughs> <laughs> the international scale of robots. You know, somewhere in a vault in France is the actual standardized robot. Oh, yeah. It's actually a wind-up yeah. toy, but, uh, you know, it's, it was the first robot. Do they metric. say how big this is in length and width? And Oh, I'm sure they do somewhere here in this article. But it, they show pictures of it, and it looks like, you know, it's about the size of a bread box. It's, it's the size of, like, it looks like a camcorder on wheels, basically. Holy shit. All of your fucking references. Yeah. So it's a standard robot, or <laughs> it's something that nobody's used since the Great Depression, or it's an outdated piece of technology that is now the size of my phone. Yeah. How big is this fucking robot, it's just, Jeff? It's like the size of, I'd say, about about 12. Is it my arm? Is it like, my arm long? It's like 12 pagers big. <laughs> You're such a son of a bitch. Are we talking a two-way pager? Are we talking one of those pagers that has a It's a like keyboard? a medium-sized fax machine is <laughs> what it is. It's, a, it's like a Nickelodeon or a kaleidoscope. Uh, it's basically it's a it's like a buggy whip box. Uh, sure. You know, like how buggy whips used to of come in boxes. You're a son of a bitch. Do you, do you have do you know how big it is or not? I don't. It, okay. But I can look at the picture. Basically, it's built out of Lego. It's built okay. out of Lego Mindspring. So like Lego don't make small crap. It's like a, it's yeah. pretty big. It's like a small puppy size. Okay. They had, okay. They've had puppies for a long time. Yeah, I can make that reference. Fine. I'm just going to let it go. <laughs> but the coolest thing is they stuck this piece of software inside this Lego robot, and they didn't program any behavior into it. Okay. There's a really so lengthy- So this is not a software simulation of, in this situation, a worm will do this X number of times. In this situation, a worm tends to do this. Right. This is basically, this stimulus- fires this neuron in a worm. Exactly. Yeah, so it's not an if-then statement of, of trying to create behavior. They're not even worried about creating behavior. There's, there's a very technical paragraph in this article about exactly how they do it. I'm not going to go into it. But basically, it's if a neuron fires, then something in our software happens. And mm -hmm. if a different neuron fires, then something else in our software happens. So there's no behavior built in. It just works like a worm brain. And the result is that the robot behaves like a worm. That's how pretty cool dope, is that? man. That's pretty crazy. I mean, you would think that this is a very reductive way to go about things, right? Like, you would think, well, it's kind of crazy to go in and try to just recreate physically in software every single neuron. You would think that as a programmer, as an engineer, you'd be like, well, it's it would be easier to just model generic behaviors. It would be faster. 
but it's kind of cool that something like this works at all. Yeah, they <laughs> they have successfully built a brain. It's a super simple brain. Yeah, but it's a brain, and it's only the size of like six eight track tapes. That was You're a, a son of a bitch. <laughs> You're a son of a bitch bastard. No, but so if, if you touch its nose, like you, mm-hmm. if, if you touch a worm on its nose, it'll like go the other direction, right? Because yeah. it just bumped into something. It's an idiot, but it, it reacts to its environment. Same thing with this, right. with this robot. So and without telling it, if bump, do this. Exactly. Which is the, the mind-blowing thing for me is that the behavior comes out of the functioning of the brain rather than specific parameters. Yeah. So how far along, how complete do they think this worm brain is? It is neuron for neuron. So it is, this it is, is, they're done. The brain is done. It, or do they? Is there tweaking to be done? Do they think like it can be done better? Or do they feel like worm is done, let's move up to something else now? Well, I think they want to move up to something else, but this article doesn't specifically go into that. It basically says, so there's motor neurons and there's uh, sensory neurons, and each of them is working in this robot as they would work in the worms sure. so a neuron that works the no, muscles I, mean, I, I get that but like is it done yeah it works you can watch a video of it, it that's, it, that's, that's as mean, warm as it gets what i love that's is like what's your, what is your threshold because well, you, you, you kind of look at it and you go yeah a worm would do that <laughs> that's that's the problem is that <laughs> the the bar for what a worm does is are pretty we being, low are we being scammed are we actually being scammed because it's like maybe they only got it 74% correct. But whereas in the movies, whereas like with Robocop, like if Robocop <laughs> goes wrong, shit gets fucked. Because right. there he is out on the street shooting people. It's like Robocop 2 and he's just shooting people, shooting himself, <laughs> screaming, pulling his own head off. It's very obvious when Robocop is not working right. right. When a worm's not working right, you're just like OCP walks in and it's like, we've created a robot worm. <laughs> I'm not, I can't do a Miguel Ferrer, so I'm just doing some evil guy. So it's like, we have created a robot worm, and it's just like, oh yeah, this, it wiggles, yeah. If I pull up clumps of grass, does it come towards me? Oh yeah, it does, that's cool, that's a worm, that's, you did worm. Well, the crazy thing is- And it, then they give these people $70 billion, and they're like, move up to the next thing, and the second they make something can be even the tiniest bit dangerous, Yeah. that's when we see that it's malfunctioning. That's when we see that they cut corners. When well, they the, create a, what's dangerous? A squirrel. When they create a squirrel. A squirrel. <laughs> we started with worms. We've moved on to squirrels. I'm telling you, the squirrel isn't ready. Oh, it's ready. You're putting this entire acorn tree in danger. <laughs> that acorn tree is the bane of my existence. I've wanted it destroyed since the day I got into robot Your management. personal vendettas have no place here in the sciences. Don't turn on that squirrel. Oh, I'll turn on that squirrel. Kachink! My face! Oh. My face! Now you My know face! you shouldn't tease a squirrel. I didn't tease it. I was trying to warn you. Or a robo squirrel. And if it's a rainy day, all of my worm robots will come out as well. <laughs> I guess the next thing, though, the next logical step would be get this thing working so you can simulate all of these neurons in the size of a worm, right? Because otherwise, we're talking about a 20-foot robotic squirrel, and that is scary. Well, do we... <laughs> is the goal to create authentic worm? I think the goal is to figure out how a brain works, and it just happens to be, let's, well, let's, somebody just went, let's start small. Let's start as small as it gets. Yeah, but I'm already thinking big on this thing, Jeff. I think they're missing out on a lot of opportunities. Here's what's going on. Yeah. Now that you've got the brain working, uh-huh. start making it work, miniaturize it, miniaturize it, miniaturize it, so you have a robotic worm that's actually... A worm. 
right? Because that's when we start getting into interesting things because that's when we've got <laughs> neurons the really? size of neurons. Yeah, because then we've got neurons the size of neurons and then we can start neuron for neuron building things to scale. Yeah. And that's when things start getting crazy good, right? <laughs> I guess you're right. Or I could build a worm is, brain the size of a house. Where does it get us? Giant robotic worm, which is terrifying. Well, or what if you put <laughs> worm brain into robot that's shaped like something else, and it still behaves like a worm, oh, but now it's shaped like something shit. else? It's just you just it's just like you've lobotomized the robot army. They're just worm level intelligence. What if you put a worm brain into a humanoid robot? Yeah. It just can only do what worms would do, but it has the functionality of a full human. It's like, it's like I've built this robot clone of myself to take care of everything I'm supposed to do while I slack off. Just don't pull any grass up from the ground. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, your robot, what does it do? What does it do? Well, it, it walks until it runs into something and then it goes the other direction and then it, uh, and then it sits there for a little while. The uh, the robot isn't isn't doing it. It's trying to communicate. It doesn't. Yeah. The cool thing though, if you cut off one of its arms, it grows back. I don't know why that works. That shouldn't actually it shouldn't happen. work, but it I does. Did not build that into the robot. <laughs> isn't that right, robot? <laughs> oh, uh, it's actually just it's actually just as hardworking as I am in the office. And <laughs> it's to, really... to tell the truth, I left it there for three days. Nobody knew the difference. By the way, if you're if you're looking for your robot, it it burrowed into the dirt in the backyard. It's like three feet down. Just pull up some grass; it'll come right it'll back come up. Come right back up. <laughs> hey, uh, Steve, do you have those reports? <laughs> Wait oh, a minute, Steve. you're not Steve. <laughs> oh, okay, you are Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know, man. I think that this is awesome that they started backwards because all of the robot stories we've ever done is all about creating complexity from the outside in. Mm -hmm. It's like, here's the behavior we want. Let's program it rather than starting from the inside out, which is let's create the way the brain actually works on a very small scale yeah. and see if it actually results in behavior. Well, and I mean, it's it's so much more doable because to say that you want to model a human brain right now, well... There are $100 million projects right now that are trying to model the human brain. You yeah, have things and like, these guys could barely afford yeah. some Lego. You have like the blue brain, the Swiss one, the blue brain, and then you have big brain, which is here in the US. And it's all trying to model the human brain neuron for neuron. It's yeah. taken a long time. We've Evolution got a lot didn't of start with humans. You Evolution know? started small, moved up. Yeah, and I mean, this is the thing. Like even once we know where all the neurons are, then we have to start modeling how they interact with one another. Modeling how 302 different things interact with one another is still kind of crazy because you're talking about a factorial, right? right? Like the different ways that something can interact. So it's 302 times 301 times 300. That's right. the number of possibilities that these neurons can use to interact with each other. Now take 100 billion. And tell That's, me you want a human brain right. in a computer. Yeah. No. Harder. Much more difficult. It's a little more difficult. I think I could do it, though. <laughs> you started today? I feel like if I started today, like if I really applied myself, I think these guys are just slacking off. That's not true. I don't think that at all. What would you do if you had a, if you had like a robot worm? Because this is an open source thing, right? You could, yeah. you could build this worm. Would you do it? Do you want to build this worm? Um... I think it'd be cool to build the worm. I think yeah. the theoretical data about it is more interesting than actually it in practice. Sure. Because, you know, I also a wonder how many boring. thousands of dollars worth of Lego Mindstorms it takes 
to actually build this robot. Not so much. Because just a pirate ship is like 400 bucks, dude. And that's not even like the big pirate ship. Well, that's not even the pirate ship I want. That's true. That's true. But I you want know like the galleon, you know? I want like the freighter. Yeah. And all I have the, all I have the money for is like the little frigate. Well, it's because the freighter costs like six grand. Yeah. Yeah. And then like this is the robot Legos. These are the ones that actually have to move and stuff. I but feel like this is not that much 20, to it. I mean, it's only about the size of a bowler work. hat. So it's not. God damn it. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Uh, do you guys think this is interesting? And would, would you want to build one of these things at home? I want to know like, if anybody's going to go this weekend and look up the plans and see if they could actually do it. Because I talk big, but I'm never going to look at this thing and see if I like I really want to build it. I just it. love the fact there's a group of people in a club called Open Worm mm -hmm. who, who just all contribute to try to create a worm brain. Yeah, for sure. That is rad. It's super rad. Are you guys going to join Open Worm? Let us know on Twitter. I'm at A Carboni. And I'm at Jeff Canada. And hey, thanks to, uh, thanks to Robert Rodriguez... No, that's the director of El Mariachi. <laughs> His name thanks is to Roger Rodriguez. Roger Rodriguez, yes. Roger Rodriguez. But the you more, know what? The more thanks, thanks to Robert Rodriguez, too, actually. <laughs> thanks for the Spy Kids franchise. Thanks for Dust Till Dawn. <laughs> but also thanks for sending in that story, Roger. And if you want to send in a story, it's wehaveconcernshow at gmail.com. And hey... What I would like you to do, if you haven't yet, is head to iTunes or Stitcher. We especially need some help on Stitcher. Rate this podcast. Uh, we would love it if you give it five stars. And then, instead of reviewing the show, mm. just let us know what kind of robot animal you would like and why. Yeah, or review some Legos. Yeah, tell me what Legos I should buy. and then But give the show five, five stars. Five stars, yeah.